Hello, you have reached the Wild Woman Hotline, a place for visionary entrepreneurs like you to listen in on value-packed episodes for growing your brand in bold and strategic ways. What is up, Wild Woman fam? And welcome back to another episode of the Wild Woman Hotline. My name is Tristan Thibodeau. I am the founder of Wild Woman House, which is a collaborative branding and marketing agency for the visionary female entrepreneur. So today, you get me all to yourself. This is a solo episode all about how to make your brand high end. So I am going to take you through the six key levels of creating a high-end brand. And this is ultimately something that allows you to build more credibility, have more authority in your industry, attract high-end clients that are willing to pay high-end prices, increase your conversions. There's so many benefits to making your brand high-end. So let's just dive on in. The first point that I wanna talk to you about is the element of attraction. So how do we position ourselves as a high-end brand to make sure that we are attracting your ideal clients and not just your ideal clients, but ideal clients who are ready to buy. They are ready to hop into an investment. So what we're really talking about here is making sure that you have your brand strategy in place. Of course, I'm gonna start here. This is my role as your brand strategist, as your mentor. I am here to make sure that you have a clear and compelling brand identity, which means your logo, your color palette, your typography, your graphics, your photos, your videography, your iconography, your textures and patterns. Does this look high-end? And is it speaking to the way that your audience wants to feel? Because if you are not speaking to the way that your audience wants to feel with your brand identity, it is not going to be compelling. Now, for the clarity aspect of your brand identity, does everything work well together? Does it speak to what makes you unique as a brand in the form of your brand personality? Does it really help you stand out? When you stand out and you have this clear brand identity in place where everything looks beautiful together, it complements each other, it has a clear and strong personality, then it meshes with the identity of your target audience and who they want to be, their preferred identity, who they want to be by working with you. That's when your brand becomes compelling. So we need to make sure that those two pieces are in place. We also need to make sure that you have a strong presence on multiple platforms. Something that makes your brand really high end is when you have a strong presence on different social media platforms and not just social media platforms, but also a blog, perhaps also a podcast. So pick two tops social media platforms that you want to show up on and be fucking consistent. Be consistent. Make sure that you have a body of work that really showcases your expertise, your high-end brand. It has that clear and compelling brand identity. And then you want to make sure that you have one additional asset where you are building your body of work. A really great option for this is either podcasting 
or blogging. In the case of the agency, we have both. And we do that so that our audience has multiple channels to consume our resources and come learn from us and to see the value of what we do with the Wild Woman House agency. So once you have a strong presence on multiple platforms, then you want to make sure that you have your freaking funnels set up. When I come into your audience, is there a clear call to action about where I'm gonna go next. If I find you on Instagram, where am I going next? Where are you directing me? This is your overall client experience from the moment of attraction to discovery to conversion to the actual experience working with you. Make sure that your funnels are set up so that you are leading that new person, taking them by the hand and saying, hey, what's up? This is my Instagram. Now go check out my freebie or now go check out my podcast or go read this blog post, right? We want to get them into your inner circle in the form of your email list because that is content and that is contact information that you actually own. You don't own shit through your social media. So we want to funnel people through all of the different channels that you have so that they arrive at your email list. Next, you want to make sure that you cover all your bases with the ability to respond to inquiries. So guys, do not have multiple channels if you do not intend to be active on them and to respond to inquiries. Like if you have a LinkedIn just for the sake of having a presence on LinkedIn, but you do not regularly read your messages or read your updates or have your notifications turned on so that you know when you get a message from somebody, what's the point? Honestly, what's the point? All that's gonna do is frustrate somebody and showcase that you are not actually on top of your game when it comes to responding to inquiries. If I reach out to you on LinkedIn and you check it once a month and I'm interested in working with you, I wanna learn more, guess what? You've just lost me. I'm gone. I'm not interested anymore because the slow response time tells me that you don't have your shit together. So why would I want to invest money in your brand in the first place? That's not a high-end experience. Make sure that you cover all your bases with the ability to respond to inquiries. This is especially true with emails. If you have multiple emails, make sure that your emails are all redirecting to one place so that no matter what aspect or uh, no matter what email account somebody reaches out to you through, you are getting notified of that then you want to make it a regular practice to audit your brand. People, look for broken links, look for inaccurate information, look for outdated branding, look for typos, look for things that are just not working and that look, I don't even wanna say unprofessional because the standard understanding of professional is like totally outdated, but I wanna say high end, right? Make sure that your shit looks high end. So if you have broken links, and I'm interested in reading a blog article or booking a call with you and that link is broken, I'm gonna be like, okay, cool, next. I'm not gonna keep digging. On the rare occasion, would I keep digging? And if that, I'm probably not gonna be very excited about you know the prospect of getting on a call with you if all of this stuff is not working. Or I'm not gonna wanna purchase your products or what you're selling if your links are not working. Make sure that your shit is working. Make sure that you have accurate information up. If you've changed your bios, if you've changed your headshots, if you've changed your title or your expertise or your niche, make sure that all of your information on your website, your email list, your social platforms, your podcast, any advertising that you're doing is up to date. And another thing that you wanna do is make sure that your information is up to date on any sort of press or media exposure that you have done in the past. So something that we just did with the agency is we did a thorough Google search 
query of anything that had to do with my name, the current agency's name, and then previous brand names of businesses that I have ran in the past. So what we did that for is the sake of let's find everything that comes up when you search for us on Google. Let's make sure all that information is accurate. And then if it's not, let's reach out to the owners of those accounts and ask them to update the information. Or if it's no longer a relevant listing, ask them to take it down altogether. This is so important so that when somebody Googles you or your business name, they get relevant search queries back. They get relevant information. They're not confused. Nobody's confused. They know exactly where to go, what you do, who you are, how you help them. Now that we've cleaned up how to improve the attraction phase, how to make the attraction phase for your brand high end AF, let's move into discovery. So this is when somebody has found your brand and now they're starting to learn more about it, right? This is more of that nurture slash curiosity phase. First off, stop referring to yourself as a solopreneur. Stop using words like I, me, my. Start using words like us, we, our, we're. These words indicate that you are running a business, you are running an organization, you are running a company, you are not just a solopreneur. And if this feels inauthentic or out of integrity for you because maybe you are a solo entrepreneur right now, let me ask you this. Do you have intentions of growing a team? Do you have intentions of scaling and expanding? If you do, start using those words now. Start using the organization facing words now of we, us, our, we're, because those words are gonna start to condition you to speak about your business differently. If you keep speaking about it as you are the only person running the show, you are a one woman show, you're only gonna continue to anchor in those habits of speaking about yourself as a one woman show. So start training yourself to speak as a CEO by using organization facing language like us, we are our, etc. Next, I want you to be as concise and clear as possible. Do not use industry jargon when you are describing what you do. Do not use ethereal language when you are describing what you do. This is not the time to try and tell the whole story and the whole personality of your brand. When you are writing bios, when you are introducing yourself in content, your job is to be as clear and concise as possible. This helps people immediately decide if you are for them or not. If they're confused about what you do, they're gonna keep scrolling. They might be intrigued because maybe you have a cool feed on social or your content's really great, but the rule of thumb is to be clear, not clever with your customer-facing information. Quality over quantity is my next point. There's a lot of pressure and I get swept up in this sometimes because I am always looking for how to grow, how to expand, how to become better, how to really hone my craft. But what I've learned is that if I try to pump out an insane amount of quantity, like one day a couple weeks ago, I sat down and I made 20 TikTok videos in one day. I, it literally took the entire day. And I'm like, okay, cool. But now I have like three weeks of content. I can post one video a day for the next three weeks. I don't have to make anything. Awesome. But guess what happened throughout the course of the day? Because I made 20 freaking TikTok videos, my energy started to drag. My language wasn't as clear. I started to want to rush through filming because I'm like, oh my God, I've been at this all day. So what I've really started to focus in on, and people say this all the time, quantity over quality, but it's really easy to get caught up in how fast can I do a lot of stuff so that I don't have to do it in the future. But at the end of the day, 
less content that is insanely high quality is gonna convert better than a ton of content that is like maybe so-so or could have been done better. So this is kind of a no-brainer, but just wanted to bring that up because I get caught up in it too. We all wanna get as much done as we possibly can. But posting less content that is super high quality, that provides an insane amount of value that is easy to absorb and easy to digest, that's key. Don't make your content hard to digest, make it simple that's gonna translate so well into helping people discover you so that they convert. And before we move into conversion, this is the last step about the discovery phase, how to make your brand high end. Make sure that you have next steps and that you lead people to the water. Here's what I mean. When people find you on social media, we are increasingly getting to the point with consumption of social media where we are going so fast, we are scrolling, we are flicking our fingers at lightning speed. I do it too. If I'm not immediately hooked in the first five seconds, I'm moving on. Like, sorry, that's just the way that it is. I'm looking for the good stuff. I'm looking for that good, good. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna keep scrolling if I'm not interested in the first five seconds. Once you get somebody's attention, do not just end it there. Lead them to the water. Where are they gonna go next? What do you want them to do next? Do you have a freebie for them? Do you want them to watch more of your content? Do you want them to follow you? Do you want them to comment and engage? Tell people what you want, because if you've taken the time to provide value, and then you're like, hey, follow for more epic content. They're gonna be like, hell yeah, I wanna follow this chick. This piece of content was amazing. Of course I'm gonna follow her, right? Or yeah, I want that freebie that you have. That sounds epic. The other day I was on TikTok and I was watching this video. It was so captivating. It was so well done. All of the value and it was just astronomical. I was like, wow, this is a fantastic piece of content. And at the end of this video, the content creator went so far as to say, hey, you wanna learn more about this? Go check out the link in my bio and download my freebie where I give you 100 free scripts for TikToks. And I'm like, what the fuck? Hell yeah. So I went and snagged it and signed up. So that is something that will make your brand high end. You have to lead people to the water. Now let's talk about conversion. So you have attracted people, they have discovered you. Now let's talk about conversion. Once you are in conversations with people about working with you, whether this is in the DMs, on a sales call, through email, like most likely, you know, granted, probably gonna be in the DMs or via phone call, like a sales call, right? Listen more than you speak. Seriously, ask questions and allow them to talk and take up the space. Don't jump right into how you can help because the best way to cause a conversion in a sales conversation is to use all of the information that they've given you and to proposition that in a way that positions you as the solution. So what I mean by that is somebody's like, man, I am just like, your content is so good. I have learned so much about how to convert. I have learned so much about how to sell. Holy crap, girl, this is amazing. This is something that I am looking to get better at. They just opened a door for you. They just opened a big fat door. And if you stick your foot in your mouth, you're like, oh yeah, well, I can help you with this, 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 and this. Let me know if you wanna get on a call or let me know if you're interested. I can send you my link. I can send you whatever. You've just really like ruined the opportunity to learn exactly what they're struggling with in their own words so that you can literally use those words and position yourself as the solution. And the key here is like, make sure that you're the fucking solution. If you're not a solution, point them in a better direction, like be an integrity, be a good person, 
But if somebody comes to you like, man, your content's epic. I've learned so much about creating content that helps me convert. You say, oh my God, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I'm really curious what all you're struggling with. Like, I'm really curious the main things that you're feeling stuck on. I'd love to create some content around it and help you out. Or I would love to learn more so that I can just see like exactly where I need to be focusing my content. Let them talk. Listen, let them fucking talk. Keep asking questions until you have a thorough understanding of what they're struggling with. And then use that language to proposition a solution if you feel like they're in a stage where they're a really great fit to work with you, right? Like feel it out. What's gonna be in their best interest? Are they at a point where maybe they need to learn some more? Are they at a point where they're ready to hop in and they would really benefit from working with you now? Knowing the stage of where you want to be attracting people is extremely important for knowing when to start having those sales conversations. So let's say this person's like, holy shit, your content's so good, blah, 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 okay? Next, you're gonna say something to the lines of, can you tell me more? I'm super interested to learn what you're struggling with. Like, what does your day-to-day look like? Learn more information, shut the fuck up and listen. Once you have all the information you need, say something to, wow, it sounds like you're really getting stuck on batch, creating batch content. And it sounds like you're really getting stuck on having confidence in your expertise so that you can sell and ultimately love the act of selling. Those are two things, right? If this is something that you're interested in, follow it up. If this is something you're interested in, I would love to share with you how I help my clients build confidence in their sales process and how I really help them batch content so that they're not running around with a chicken, like a chicken with their head cut off on a daily basis trying to make content. Is that something you're interested in having a conversation about? You just open the door for them and they're like, holy shit, yeah, that's exactly what I need. Let's get on a call or sell me the thing, right? And they're like, uh, uh, well, maybe not. You know, there's two roads you can go down here. They go, maybe not. You know, I'm, I'm really learning still and I would like some more time before I work with anybody. Amazing. Put that person on a note somewhere, make a lead list, continue building that relationship with them. Take a fucking interest in that person and watch. I can guarantee that person will come back at some point in the future. When? I can't guarantee when, but I can guarantee that that will cause a conversion because the speed at which somebody converts really has to do with how stuck are they? How how close are their feet to the fi- is their feet to the fire right now? The hotter they are in terms of it's time to solve this problem, the quicker that they are going to convert. That doesn't mean that you just stop engaging with that person. Continue to build the relationship. You guys know all about this. And that is how you can really create a high-end experience through your conversions. Ask questions, get curious, proposition yourself as a solution based on what they share with you. Ask if they're interested, don't be pushy, and allow them the space to describe what they need. Next, we're gonna ask them about the bigger picture, not the immediate problems. So in this conversion stage, and if this is a product-based business, you want to be doing this on your sales pages. You want to be doing this in your product descriptions. You want to be doing this in your email marketing, your social content. Figure out what the bigger vision is for why they want to solve this problem. Like what is their end goal? What is the aspiration? And you wanna make sure that you are solving the big picture, the problems of the big picture, not just the immediate problems. Like, oh, I'm so stressed out, make trying to make this content. Okay, fine. How do you want to feel when you make content? How much time do you wanna have in your week that's not devoted to content? Why do you want that time? What are you gonna use that time for? What else needs your attention outside of spending two hours a day making content, right? This is just an example I'm rolling with. Next, you want to create solutions for getting there. 
not just solving the current problem. So this is really important to why you need to understand your target audience, understand where they're trying to go. What is that aspirational place that they are trying to get in their life with products and with services? Make sure that you are solving, that you are creating solutions to the big problem, not just solving the current problem. We're not alleviating their stress we are freeing up their time so that they can devote more of their energy to higher level thinking that actually grows their business. Make sure that you are creating solutions for how to get there, not just solving the current problem. Now let's dive into the actual experience. So let's just say that somebody has converted, they've bought a product from you, they have signed up to work with you if you're a service-based entrepreneur, what have you. The experience is really what creates like the biggest touch point of a high-end brand. And that means that you need to get your shit on lock. Get your shit on lock with your customer experience. If you're product-based, what is the shopping experience? What is the add to cart experience? What is the abandoned cart experience like? What about the checkout? What about the order confirmation? What about the delivery process? What about once they receive the product, what's that gonna be like, the unboxing experience? How are they gonna feel using this on a daily basis? What's their customer support experience gonna be like? What's their follow-up gonna be? Are they gonna get any sort of you know client or customer perks in the future? Are they gonna get a discount on their next order? Where can they leave a review? How easy is it is it for them to leave a review? All of these things are critical to the customer experience. And for service-based entrepreneurs, what is the experience like from the moment that they have that sales conversation to saying yes, to getting onboarded? What is the process of signing contracts, submitting invoices? What is the process of setting up calls? Or what is the process of getting into their client portal or their student portal for digital programs? We really need to think through everything here. What is the process of learning with you? What about support if they need additional support for Q&A? What's the offboarding process gonna be like? How are you gonna ask for testimonials in a really high-end way? What's that experience gonna be like? How easy is it gonna be for them? What's gonna be the ongoing experience after they stop working with you? This is all the customer experience. Once somebody buys from you, they are a customer even if they don't buy from you for another six months to a year, they are still a customer. They have still invested. So making sure that your customer experience is on lock is key. All right, so somebody's worked with you, they've bought from you. What about the offboarding for service-based, offboarding experience for service-based entrepreneurs or the post-sale experience for product-based? We need to make this offboarding process as streamlined as possible. And that means have templates for testimonials or reviews with easy links that guide your client or your customer to leave a review. Relevant for service-based or product-based. Make sure it's easy for people to tell you how much they love your service. Or if they had a negative experience, which happens guys, not a big deal, clean your shit up, do the customer service, go above and beyond. I guarantee somebody has a bad experience, you go, go above and beyond, they're gonna turn into a loyal customer because you've just shown them how much you care. What happens when somebody has a bad experience? Do you have a customer support number or customer support chat? Do you have an email for customer support? Do you have a virtual assistant or an executive assistant that takes care of customer complaints? These are all critical to the offboarding process. And next, send a thank you gift. Like how fun is it to get something in the mail from a brand that you absolutely love that feels just like they went that extra step because sending a thank you gift is an extra step. It is an extra step. It's extra time, it's extra money, it's extra planning, but guys, it is so worth it. 
the agency sends out thank you gifts to all of our one-on-one clients and the gift is always changing but it's always something that is customized to their brand so what that gift is doing is it is reminding them every time that they see it or use it it is reminding them of their experience working with wildman house which is another opportunity to create a brand touch point and stay front of mind for that client So this is very much about visibility and recognition and memorability and loyalty as much as it is about saying, hey, I really, really, really appreciate you making the investment into my business, making the investment into my brand. I loved working with you. I hope you come back. Here's a token of gratitude. And if you're product-based, you can send free gifts or you can send discounts and coupons, right? Totally up to you. But send thank you gifts. Also, acknowledge them for how far they've come. If you're service-based, this is really easy to do because we're dealing with transformation in service-based industries. If you're product-based, what if you do check-ins with them? If you're a skincare line, hey, how's your skin looking? Are you looking glowy and fresh? Is your acne clearing up? Are those, you know, do you have wrinkles that our product alleviates? How's it going? If you are looking for even more glow, here is an additional product that can just make your skin glow like sunshine. Or if you're having those trouble uh, acne blemishes pop, troublesome acne blemishes pop up, here's our best selling spot treatment or something like that. Like acknowledge them for the fact that they made a purchase, check in with them, and then offer them a continued solution. The last thing to the offboarding process that really creates a high end brand experience is to provide them with a referral bonus for anyone they send your way. You can do this whether you're product-based or service-based. It doesn't matter. You can do it for both. But that's such a nice little like tingly moment when you get a referral bonus for sending somebody to a brand that you love. The agency gives out monetary referral bonuses. So if you refer a client to Wild Woman House and they convert into a one-on-one client, we send you a monetary referral bonus. And that bonus is always shifting based on, you know, how long, uh, not how long, but it's always shifting based on how much we are able to invest. So the goal is to continue to raise that referral bonus over time. Right now it's $250. The goal is to continue raising that over time to really incentivize our past clients to send us clients that they think would be an epic fit for the agency. And we love just giving people that little perk so that they can go treat themselves, buy a new pair of shoes, invest in their business, get a new podcast mic, get some new AirPods, treat themselves to a manicure and a pedicure, go get a massage, whatever you need to do to feel taken care of. That's why we love giving those referral bonuses. All right, we are at the last stage of how to build a high-end brand. So we have covered attraction, discovery, conversion, the actual experience, the offboarding process, and now we are at continued relationship building. This is essential. When you take the time to continue building a relationship with your clients, customers, what have you, this really goes a long way. A, it helps you remain memorable and it helps you stay front of mind for that specific solution. So the next time that they need what you offer or the next time they hear somebody talking about what you offer, you're gonna be the top of mind person that they refer to because you've taken the time to continue to nurture and build this relationship. So here are the top ways to do this. 
You can host client mixers. You can host special customer events. Maybe this is something like a, if you're product-based, I'm just gonna keep going with skincare because it's easy. If you're product-based, maybe you wanna host like a happy hour where you teach people how to use your products to give themselves an at-home facial. Maybe you have them like, come, come with a drink in hand and like put some fun music on and have your team on and be like, all right, we're gonna show you incredible ladies how to do an at-home skincare facial that makes you feel glowy, fabulous, dewy, renewed. Uh, you're gonna love it. Walk them through, how fun would that be, right? Like here's the correct way to use these products. If you're service-based, host a client mixer, like have all your previous clients come on. You know, maybe you host a Q&A or you do like a little mini mastermind or you just ask them questions about their business. Let everybody meet each other. Start to build a little segment in your community of previous clients. People love that shit. Also, send special invites to attend workshops, summits, events, any live trainings that you're doing. This is relevant for product base too. If you're gonna be on a podcast, if you're gonna be on a TV show, if you are going to be at a summit or if you're gonna be at a, an event, maybe you wanna send them invitations to come attend. If you're service-based, send invitations to workshops that you're teaching or events that you're teaching or summits that you're gonna be a part of, podcast interviews, clubhouses, like send special invitations to these people. Also send holiday and birthday messages and or gifts. You don't necessarily have to go above and beyond with a gift. If you want to, go for it, sista. Holiday messages and birthday messages are so special. And when you, especially birthday messages, like holiday messages are more commonplace, still really important. So like major holidays in, you know, relevant to your culture or society, use them. They're so cool and you really get to customize them with your brand voice and your brand aesthetic. Birthday messages though are a whole nother level that takes your brand really high end. How can you reach out on somebody's birthday and make them feel special, make them feel appreciated, make them feel loved? Make sure that you check in with them to see how they're doing regularly. This doesn't even need to be sales related. Like I said, once you've sold once to somebody and you did a great job, they trust you. You've built their trust. This is about maintaining their relationship. This is about continuing to stay front of mind and showing that you care because you do care, right? Check in to see how they're doing. Check in to see how their business is doing. Check in to see how they're loving your products, how they're using them. Just say, hi, how are you doing? It's been a minute since we've connected. I was thinking about you. This really goes a long way in creating a high-end brand experience. At the end of the day, this all comes down to going the extra mile. I am somebody that will always go the extra mile with everything in our brand and in our business processes because it is a high-end experience. And I know that by putting that extra time and effort in and sometimes putting that extra money in to go the extra mile, that we are going to position ourselves as a credible, authoritative, high-end brand that fucking cares. And that is professional. And that is legit. And when you position yourself that way and you go the extra mile, people notice. People notice and they don't forget. And you are always going to stick in the back of their mind because of how much extra you went above and beyond. So from your attraction to discovery, conversion, the client experience, the customer experience, the offboarding process or the post-sale process, and then relationship building, go the extra mile. It is worth it. And in the long run, you are gonna build such a loyal audience 
so that you get those repeat customers, you can scale easily, and you can grow as effortlessly as possible. Crush those big dreams, secure that bag, make your dream income, scale that business as big as you want it to go, build that freaking team, get out there and bring your vision for big impact and big income to life. That's all for this episode. If you enjoyed, do us a favor, follow along on Apple Podcasts and If you go so far as to write us a review, do us a favor, take a screenshot of it and email us that screenshot to podcast at wildwomanhouse.com. This is gonna be in the show notes. So when you take that screenshot and you send it to us, we are gonna send you a free gift in the mail. That's right, we're gonna send you a free gift. It's a surprise. You gotta write the review, take that screenshot, send it to us in the email and we'll send you a free gift to show a huge token of appreciation because reviews really help build credibility for this show and help more entrepreneurs like you find us. I'm sending you so much love. Keep killing it in your business. I'm so proud of you. I am forever cheering you on and stay wild, woman.